If you could invite three Avengers, living or dead, to dinner, who would they be? Hello, and welcome to the Zero Stars Podcast, a podcast about Marvel movies and sometimes video games. Yeah, we're going to talk about video games yeah, actually, later today. Today, Definitely. many video games. Video yes. games happened. Yes, uh, but we're going to save that for the end of the show. Yeah. Oh, this is Matt, by the way. Oh, what's up, Matt? I'm hey. Bob. Hey, Bob. You do this often? Uh, about once every two weeks. Oh, nice. Yeah. It's pretty consistent. It is. I'm very impressed. I like that you always use the red mic and I always use the blue mic. I use the red mic because it's the color of mic that Axl Rose used. Is that why? Yeah. I thought it was because I gave you the red mic because I didn't want it. No, I requested it because I wanted to be like Axl. <laughs> okay, maybe I'm okay with that. A true role model for children and adults alike. Um, <laughs> did you watch any Marvel movies recently? Yeah, I did actually. Which uh, one did you watch? About, about five days ago, I watched... Uh, oh, it was a week ago now. Yeah, it was a full week. It's been a week since we watched this movie. Yeah, and which is not the longest we've gone between no, watching and recording. And yet, we watched uh, Avengers Age of Ultron. A very long movie. The longest of all the is movies it? so far. I think it was like two hours, 20 minutes. So, it was two hours, 20 minutes, which doesn't seem substantially longer than the other ones in terms of actual time. But I found that this one did feel long. And my memory of it is non-existent. And this is one of like three Marvel movies that I had seen previously before this project. Uh, so I, I've seen this so movie seen this twice, twice, and my memory of it in both occur like both times is maybe five minutes worth of content. Really, mine was pretty good. My recall was pretty good. Yeah, okay. There were a few like essential things that I'd forgotten when going through the recap, but mine was pretty good. I'm very impressed by that. Uh, just to bring everybody up to speed, this is 2015's. Avengers Age of Ultron is technically the sequel to the Avengers, um, but we've obviously had a whole bunch of movies in between. This one was directed <laughs> by Joss Whedon, who directed the original Avengers. Uh, it was his final movie with the Marvel Universe. Well, and he was like an executive producer involved with all of the intervening movies. I know he had some sort of oversight on them. Yeah, he has. I think that he and he probably did some script doctoring or something Undoubtedly. along those lines. Yeah. Um, but yeah, this movie to confirm was a hundred and and uh, forty-one minutes. That is many minutes. It is many minutes. It's definitely the longest one so far. Okay, it has the most people certainly, and they just keep adding more. Yeah, we'll talk about whether that's a detriment or not later. But do you want to let's kick this off? Let's start talking about the recap. Yeah, let's rock and roll. I have to pull up the recap. Okay, here we go. Eastern Europe, Slovakia. No, <laughs> it's a made-up. Already, we are on the wrong foot. It's a made-up. It's a made-up country called Sokovia. Um, we never learn what the capital of Sokovia is, but apparently, that's like where Hydra has established its base. So, I guess that the people of this Eastern European capital city just do not mind that a bunch of former Nazis are hiding out in a fortress. Yeah, they have like a, a terrifying mountain fort yeah. fortress. It's very snowy. Very and Bondian yes. kind of like. Yeah. Yes. And the Avengers are running up to 
get something out of this fortress. Yeah, we open basically with like a really long like again, Joss Whedon is very good at making splash pages. He's this the most section, he's the most comic booky of all of the comic book directors. Totally agree. For better or for worse, depending on your taste. He is very good at making it look like an actual comic book. And this section I think just across the board is awesome. Yeah, there's that one shot where like I mean it's a long shot, right? There's the long yes you know, quote unquote tracking shot. I'm sure it's not actually, Oh, the thing is stitched together out of like 17 different Mac pros. (laughs) But, uh, you get this one moment in the tracking shot where all of the Avengers show up and it is literally such a reminder of like how colorful the costumes are and like how colorful everything is. And like, this is just like big bombastic, like blow stuff up comic book adventure. And, but delivered with a remarkable amount of like weight, uh, like Thor is fighting people and, in a real twist for Thor, because I feel like they're very bad at directing Thor fighting people. Usually, yeah, usually Thor is poorly done. But in this one, he is kicking people through railings, and you're like, Thor is very strong. Like he interacts with with the background. Yeah, it's believable. Yeah, which is a lot of fun. It's like when you're playing one of those those arcade like X Men arcade yeah, games, yeah. you actually get to like interact with the background. You like pick up a fire hydrant or something. And yeah, I, I never would have thought of that, but it yeah, is. It feels exactly like that. Exactly like that. It is tactile. <laughs> um, <laughs> like when I'm walking down the street and I pick up a fire hydrant. <laughs> so uh, Hydra has this fortress and they've been using uh, Loki's scepter, which they somehow stole. I don't remember how they got it. Uh, yeah. Did that, did that ever get explained in this? You know what's interesting is that I believe that there have been like short films that come in between all of these that maybe you can watch on YouTube or something, but like there, there are definitely like, I remember Marvel made some short films. That's ridiculous. That like stitch together certain things. Dude, that is above and beyond what we are going to do. Disgusting. Um, <laughs> the short form of cinema. <laughs> it makes me ill. It's a waste. Uh, um, <laughs> anyway, they've been using, they somehow got Loki's scepter. They've been using it. And I believe using the scepter's powers, and we know now that there's like a crystal in the scepter. There's a crystal in the scepter. Guess what's inside that crystal? Well, and this is the scepter that Loki had that like let him mind control people, and it's clearly very powerful. And it was gifted to him. Mind is a keyword here. Yeah, yeah. It was gifted to him by the Chitari, which means I guess it was gifted to him by. Thanos? Thanos? I believe but so. But then if that's the case, I thought his whole thing was that he wanted to get the rocks, but we'll get to that later. So I'm, I'm going to... Yeah, I have a, a theory. I think this all ties into the post credit sequence, which I finally have a theory about. Nice, right. because I wanted to talk with you about that. Yeah, because I, I think we have a lot of thoughts in this post I feel like sequence. we are all over the place on this recap. Let's, we let's mainline okay, it. Okay, so anyway, important thing. Uh, Hydra has been in their fortress using the scepter to turn these two uh, twin orphans from Sokovia the, uh, into not mutants, but specially powered people. Yeah, people I believe... People with like superpowers, Yeah, and they basically. are referenced by Steve Rogers as enhanced, yes. which I love. Yeah. As a term for super people. Uh, they're these twins, and they're named Wanda and Pietro. Two names that I did not know, having watched this film. Yeah. I think that they will end up going by Scarlet Witch and Quicksilver after the uh, the skating brand. Yeah, of course, of course. Yeah, yeah. there's Billabong and Quicksilver. Quicksilver. <laughs> <over there. laughs> 
<laughs> the Pax Sun twins, <laughs> truly. Uh, moving off of that hot so topic. So there's, there's a lot of fighting. We open with like an action scene. People are just fighting. Uh, importantly, Clint is severely injured throughout all of this. So what happens is the twins, it's like the fighting is happening, and then all of a sudden it's like, release the twins. And so then, like, but I think that actually he's like, the twins are not ready to be released. And then the other Nazi dude is just like, oh no, the twins have escaped. So then the twins, the twins are out disappear. there. Quicksilver yeah. runs real fast. He clips Hawkeye and is like, did you see that coming? And I guess he like cut him or something. I don't know. Um, Scarlet Witch is a witch. Yeah. <laughs> um, her powers are ill-defined. Extremely <laughs> amorphous. Like they appear to be that she can make like magic barriers. And if she stands near you, she can like wiggle her hands and influence your brain. Yeah, I think it's like a mix of telepathy and telekinesis. Yeah. Essentially. So Tony Stark makes it into this Hydra base and is like... They've got a shield. i got to shut it down. Yeah, he parks his suit. And in the midst of this, he sees the scepter. Yeah. And so he goes for the scepter. And in doing so, Scarlet Witch like pops out of a corner or something the corner of the screen i don't know they try and do like a spooky horror thing with her where she's kind of like the girl from the ring where she just kind of like leaps forward like in as though like the film is being edited oddly that is what they want her to be and so there there's a weird attempt yeah to like use horror filmmaking techniques to illustrate her abilities which falls extremely flat Um, very flat but we're not here to critique just to tell the story yeah we'll get there later um so she like gets inside of Tony's, Tony's mind, mind and he yeah. sees all of the Avengers dead in outer space. Uh, like, yeah, the earth floating in the background and all of them are dead. And like cap is like, the shield is broken him. and it's like, you could have saved us. And it's, it's, uh, yeah, he sees his worst fears. Yeah. It's pretty, pretty upsetting. I yeah, guess no, if I, you're Tony Stark, I mean, it's I upsetting. Thought it, I thought it was a pretty well realized thing. That was all right. You know, I was, if I'm Tony, I'm not feeling great. Yeah. I'll, no. give, I'll give him that. <laughs> yeah. No, I mean, Tony's got enough PTSD. This is, I think that you see one of those giant worm things. You too. see the giant worm things that attack yeah. New York. I think you see like the wormhole. It's just like all of Tony's neuroses piled on top of each other. And, exactly. And stacked into a single visualization. But he gets his, his uh, shit back together and he grabs the scepter. And meanwhile, they've like, they've captured and beat up all the bad Hydra people. They have the scepter. Yep. Um, Clint is not doing so hot, but uh, and Clint Hulk- is Hawkeye again. I just can't Hawkeye. I can't emphasize enough. It's Hawkeye. It's yeah, so Jeremy weird. Renner, um, J. Ren, <laughs> J. Ren. Uh, and meanwhile, we also learn that the Hulk, who's also has abilities that are very ill-defined sometimes the hulk can control what he does sometimes he cannot but he is very strong when he is the hulk yes he seems to be a little bit more in control of what he is doing as the hulk right now (sighs) but he is not able to turn it on and off but natasha is able to help him with that she sings him a lullaby and like touches his palm she like yeah like rubs his arm and then he like runs away to to transform transform because he's gonna be naked yeah afterwards. he's gonna be naked his pants yeah. they don't stretch back and she's the one girl in the group so <laughs> would be weird <laughs> boys and the girls yeah it would be weird it, it makes everyone seem like they are 12 yeah but her locker room must be really nice though because she has it all to herself she but she has a couch yeah oh totally dude yeah yeah 
so yeah. Uh, anyway, so Nat and um, Bruce seem to have some sort of a relationship in that regard. Yeah, that and they is, did like, in the first Avengers too. No, I, I mean other than the fact sent, that he almost killed her. Well, no, they sent her with him. So like they they were together. Oh, you're right. In the, in she she's the one carrier. who and she's the one who calmed him down who calms him down yeah. yeah so they 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 planted that seed and then it hasn't been addressed because they don't get movies they kind of haven't been in the movies and now all of a sudden it's like oh yeah they're they've been i guess interacting for the last four years imagine what they could have done if they had given black widow a movie let's say you know not 10 years after introducing her character you know it is a real strange decision to me that they didn't like i especially because i know that the next movie we're going to watch is ant-man with paul rudd it's like i dude i mean i we have to assume that it's a hundred percent just like sexism in the industry because have, it's the, I, it's the same no people. other yeah it's the, it's like bob Iger or whatever his name is like I'm totally and, with you and the people who wouldn't let like a, <laughs> i know they can't sell action figures of like a woman rebecca hall as the yeah. as the bad guy in iron man 3 so i assume that that's got to do with it I, i'm totally with you but it yeah. is it is like it really starts to harm them because she's such a pivotal character and we're only ever getting her as a side character and the most confusing thing about this movie and i realize that we're jumping into the critique i know already, we're, we're just all the most over. confusing thing is that they give hawkeye a lot to do in this so movie much to do. and they really they try to give natasha more to do but they kind of short sell her by giving her what they give her to do is a romantic storyline mm-hmm. that mm-hmm. has some real missteps but uh maybe i just don't remember she's a monster if you don't recall uh we'll talk about it later okay <laughs> anyway everything's okay yeah uh, except for clint is dying oh so yeah the, hawkeye's not gonna yeah, die the avengers have to return to headquarters and like they meet this like woman whose name is dr helen Cho. i don't think they ever actually introduce her but she's got this like special ability like they introduce i mean she's like s- smart yeah. science lady that she's works a science lady for, for this episode i guess shield but shield doesn't exist she works for some some place in she she's from uh south korea so someplace over there because we okay. end up Samsung. going yeah <laughs> um anyway her samsung uh human skin and tissue creating machine manages to knit hawkeye back together yeah and she's this got is, a box that he lays in and it yeah. fixes his body and she's like we could do so much with this like it's gonna make your iron suit look like a joke tony <laughs> it's basically yeah it's like chekhov's like skin making machine <laughs> <laughs> find out how this ties into the rest of the plot later on uh, it's funny because i saw it and i was just like well i guess that's something we'll never see again <laughs> but that says more about me than it does the movie uh meanwhile tony and bruce are like kind of investigating this uh loki scepter and they realize that while analyzing it that there seems to be some sort of a power force inside of it that they interpret as an ai they so there is this sequence in which tony stark is like look at this and shows Bruce Banner, these two glowing orbs, one of which is orange and one of which is blue. And, and the, the blue orange one, one is larger. Well, the blue one is all is uh like the scepter, and the orange one is Jarvis. Jarvis being Tony Stark's like personal AI. Yeah. And he's like, What does that look like to you? And you as the audience are like, it looks like two balls. <laughs> and Bruce Banner's like takes off his glasses like looks like a brain nick's colors (laughs) (laughs) i just want to play portal right now um but so there's like this sequence where it's like 
they, these are both representations of AI, of AI physically. And so what they're interpreting, I, do we know at this point, you know, spoiler, that there's an infinity stone inside the scepter? I think that anybody who has seen the other Marvel movies can interpret, is yeah, assuming can put this that together. there is an infinity stone. In so there. he takes, they take the infinity stone to be an AI. Um, so Tony has this thing that he's always wanted to do called the Ultron Initiative or something along those lines. That he's been working on because working of on, his fear. Because of his fear. It's a global defense system that basically would back up the Avengers in the event of another intergalactic invasion. Like Aliens Come Again, which he has good good fear. They come once, they're probably going to come again. They already um, have yeah, in other movies. As we know, in other movies. <laughs> we have witnessed That's this. true. They don't really allude to the whole no. thing in London. <laughs> yeah, no, that, that uh, there's still an alien loose in London. That's true. That dog thing is still running <laughs> yeah, around. That's just out there, man. Uh, so Tony wants to create this like uh, global defense thing that he calls Ultron. Well, and it, I think that it's also just for general peace. Yes, it's a, it, and I do think that this is like the for me this is the best part of the whole film in a way where it's just like Tony's motivations are very sound and they are such a Tony-ish way to deal with his fear is like I am Tony Stark. I don't make weapons anymore, but what have I made? A weapon, <laughs> quote like in parentheses, weapon. Right, yeah, but like, it is like, not necessarily. It's a good one. Yeah. It's like so much like the arc of Tony Stark, and the fact that it does come from both his fears um, about the loss of his friends because he cares about people, yes. and also a little bit out of his desire to retire, just like total narcissism. Yes, yeah, yeah. I think that like that's also the interesting part to me is that like Tony gets to retire if he creates yes. Ultron because there's a part of Tony that's like. He's retired several times in this movie. Oh, dude, he is trying to get out of the Avengers so bad, but like he, like he is the classic. Just like every time I try to get out, they pull me back in. But he's also creating. He is his own worst enemy. Uh, Tony's great. I love Tony. Yeah, he's a good character. Um, uh, so anyway, they create this this AI under. Uh, like kind of like behind the scenes. They don't tell the other Avengers that they're doing yeah, this. Other people are not into the idea of Ultron uh, because it is an insane global surveillance state managed by Tony Stark and or some AI that he's willing to plug into this thing. But he's like, Jarvis can't handle this, but this new AI can. And it's so they the, the, uh, the blue take ball the USB is bigger than the stick, orange I guess, one. and just plug it into the blue ball. And uh, like, and everybody just leaves it to marinate well, for they, a while. They go because, have a party because they've shut down Hydra. Yeah, and Thor so, is like, we gotta get wasted because yeah. I am Thor. <laughs> it's one of, my, one of my favorite sections in this movie that is full of so much fighting is a moment of just like drinking and peace. Yeah. Oh, and, it's terrific. And, and it's so much character work. Yeah. It's a lot of fun. Like like these jokes again, like these movies are funny when they make the jokes. Like they're relatively good at the jokes. Well, they and I think that they're good at the jokes because actually like all the characters are really good if yeah. they just give them the space. The jokes derive from the characters. And if you give them and, the space to go, which yeah. is hard because there are like 47 named characters in this well, film. And and I bet the, the jokes are good. These always. jokes would probably suck if it weren't. Like I think about the War Machine joke where War Machine Don Cheadle's uh, roadie is going around like talking about like his adventures as like a government superhero, like government endorsed and government run superhero. And, and he's like telling these stories and all the event, the actual Avengers just like, Oh, all right. Yeah. Cool. And uh, cool. Then they show him telling the same story to like some random folks and they all like think it's hilarious. They blow and they love up. It. Yeah. yeah. So it's a great, yeah, there's character work being done, but also that I, if I watched this in a the theater and I hadn't seen the previous movies with Rhodey, I would just would have been like, well, 
that is dumb. That was my previous experience. Yeah. But this movie is significantly helped by having seen the other movies. Let me tell you. <laughs> More uh, than any of them, arguably. The Avengers, I think that's kind of the, the, I guess that's the pitch, point. right? Yeah. Is that like the Avengers are here because you've seen the other ones. Yeah. This is the holiday special. Totally. Okay. So anyway, while the party is going on, um, Ultron and Jarvis, uh, or this new AI, which has taken on the the voice of James Spader and the personality of Ultron begins talking with Jarvis. And this is a weird sequence because it is all done in code land. It is. Well, it's weird because you realize like, Oh, the reason that Tony brought those two enormous glowing balls up was so that we could like visualize two AIs interacting and fighting and having a conversation and so yeah. jarvis and ultron are talking and ultron's like i must defeat the people <laughs> and well ultron basically has immediate access to the internet and go figure after he gets access to the internet and downloads all of it he figures that the best way to protect the earth is to uh kill all humans yeah to, like, he, render humans extinct he, he, well especially he's because, not wrong and and because tony he like has just taken to his logical extreme tony's yes. statement that what he wants is peace in our time Yes. And it turns out that it's very easy to achieve that, particularly if the Avengers are dead, because the Avengers are singularly connected to global strife and war. <laughs> yeah. Which is an interesting statement, if not original, an interesting statement oh, to make. I mean, I, I and think a good it's a thing totally to found a movie on. Yes, it is a fantastic place to And then to, to kind of go and ignore for the rest of the film. It is. That is a very interesting <laughs> point you make, Matt, which we will uh, get to in the- Anyway, let's go back to the, the fun podcast. stuff. Uh, Ultron shuts down Jarvis, uh, which is kind of sad. Kill, and kills Jarvis, kills, quote unquote. Quote unquote. But as we learn later, Jarvis also has access to the internet and I somehow guess. is able to like flit around the internet for the majority of the movie. And, That's another mushy and power escape, situation. Yeah, escape Ultron's notice. Meanwhile, at the party, we have several things that I think that we should talk about. Uh, we talked about, <laughs> about uh, Rhodey telling bad jokes. Uh, then we have... Uh, Natasha and Banner flirting. Yes. Natasha, for reasons I don't fully understand, is the bartender. Was she notice that? Was she just mixing drinks or was she the I bartender? I think she was just mixing drinks. Okay, because it was unclear to me because she's also not in some of the later scenes. And it, I didn't know if it was like Natasha's undercover at all times and no one can know. Because like she doesn't wear a superhero costume. She's not hiding her identity. I mean, she wears that cat suit. If I saw somebody wearing that on the Metro, I'd be like, what the hell is happening here? <laughs> she doesn't wear like a... Uh, a cowl or anything. No, that's like true. That. No capes. Yeah. So I guess that, yeah, she was just but, happened hey, Matt, to be behind the bar. Not all heroes wear capes. Very good point. Sometimes they wear hats. That's right. <laughs> or change their hair in every film. Do you remember when Thor had blonde eyebrows? I do, actually, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yep. Good what call. a bad decision that, that was. That was not a good move. Guess what? That was a bad movie. <laughs> Lots of Dutch angles. Anyway, um, so Natasha and Banner are flirting, and like Natasha's really going hard for it, and Banner seems to at first not get it, and then maybe be confused by it. He's a charming nerd. Yeah, he doesn't understand. He doesn't read, but he kind of gets it at the end. But he doesn't understand. He's got lots of complex feelings about this. If we take the Edward Norton movie to be canon, which Bannon, we do, Banner also Banner also can't. Um, Steve Bannon. <laughs> <laughs> oh no the incredible bulk <laughs> uh, anyway bruce banner can't have romantic relationships no because it is too exciting and he'll turn into and he'll a turn green, green. green and i guess that the woman will explode <laughs> that would literally be a real problem yeah it's not great. um 
but he doesn't explain this to Natasha. Instead, he in, I think she knows this. anyone. I think that everybody knows this. Okay, fair enough. And when <laughs> Cap comes over afterwards and kind of implies that like Natasha flirts with everybody, there. But he's like, but go for it, dude. Which has this like very frat feeling that's like kind of gross it's super gross but it also it does seem like something that a dude who was frozen since the 40s would do so so true i'm like totally fine with it like i i honestly like feel like they could lean into that a little more in a way but like you can't because he's captain america you also have to call it out to some degree sure like banner banner should call it out but instead it just seems like joss whedon just being like she's the only woman maybe she would just flirt with all the guys well, I think that she, you know, I, I, yeah, it's, it's, uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I have no, I have no, I'm not here to defend any of that. It's a weird scene, regardless. It's, it's not the, it's not the weirdest thing. I feel like because it at least is a moment where she is not just sarcasming at people. No, she's being very winky, um, which like, so she's being not ironic. She's being a little earnest, like, like, but she's, she's also charming. joking along. Yeah, she's more charming. In a way that she has never been before. Like, yes. She is legitimately like, it is weird to see this character being slightly warm. I guess she's being a little bit vulnerable. Yes. But the vulner, it's when you fr- you finally see the vulnerability behind the irony. Yeah. Which is nice. It's, it it's is. character work. I it, wish it, it were to a different end but it's character work and i just wish there was more of it surrounding it or something it just it's just that for it to come out of the blue like this i totally see your critique of it i don't think that it in itself is bad i just think that we are starved for something where she's a person so suddenly it's like whoa she's a person and it's in this way for this moment and then it's like nothing else agreed yeah uh okay Anyway, uh, final final sequence, uh, really fun sequence. Great sequence. The hammer. Oh no! Go ahead, yeah, go for it. Oh, I, so um, I, I know you love this sequence. This I is love one, it. This is one that you have highlighted well before we watched this movie. <laughs> That's a um, good sequence. This is like the only thing I remembered from this film. Everyone takes turns trying to pick up Thor's hammer, which I believe is called Molnir. It is. Er, yeah, I think so. Something like that. Thor's hammer. Write us, won't you? <laughs> podcast at zero stars.co that's a co uh so everyone takes a turn trying to pick up thor's hammer they're all drunk late night they're, yeah they're all place. it's like a hundred percent what you would do if your friend was a norse god yes and every like it starts with just tony trying on his own then tony like puts on the iron man like gauntlet and tries using like the rocket boosters on that then like uh I, I Clint probably tries and Clint just sucks. Uh, I don't I don't know. I don't know. Other people try. Rhodey probably tries. I, but yeah. then there's a great moment when Cap goes and starts <laughs> pulling and you have you just see the hammer and then you see like they Thor's like smug face. It, yeah. <laughs> smug face in the background and the hammer like shakes just a little bit and you see thor's eyes just like go wide oh it's so good it's a great moment uh and it also raises all kinds of questions like is cap despite his mid-20th century sexism maybe worthy of wielding the hammer i think it's totally plausible that captain america is worthy wielding the hammer i'm curious to see what is done there because like so far all like he has just punched nazis and been against nazis yes and he you know, doesn't want to fight his friend. Like he is of all the Avengers, he's got the best shot. Yes. Oh, totally. So they all take turns. I mean, doing Hawkeye this. hasn't done anything bad, I guess, but also he sucks. 
Uh, speaking of waste of time, let's get back to this recap. Uh, Ultron comes in, yeah. singing a song from Annie the Musical. This like busted robot that has assembled itself from stuff in Tony's lab. Yeah, comes in and like basically has these other robots that's also assembled, like all piecemeal, just like makeshift robots. They attack the Avengers. We have another fight scene where everyone does not have their equipment with them. So they're just like kind of trying their best. And they finally destroy all these robots. And except for the last one, which is Ultron's main body. I guess it's like his main player character. Don't they blow him up? No, he escapes with the scepter. Uh, Ultron flies across the Atlantic to uh, Sokovia, where he decides to hang out in the old Hydra Fortress. I don't know why he goes there specifically. That whole thing, I just didn't put together. Yeah. Write us, won't you? Yeah. Like, so he goes to Sokovia Fortress because they have a bunch of robot making they, equipment? They have, they have equipment to make robots, is all that we understand. Yeah. And so he begins, like, assembling an army of robots, and he also recruits uh, Wanda and Pietro uh, because they uh, have a, a sad backstory where their parents were killed by a Stark-made missile during, I assume, some sort of maybe the Balkans war who knows um, it's very unclear the fourth Sokovian at some point war. but at some point they saw a missile it said Stark it killed their parents pretty good reason so not to like so they don't like Tony Stark so they decide to team up with Ultron um, and the first order of business is to build better robots how do you do that you get a hold of some vibranium 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 is it an M or an N it's an N oh, vibranium <laughs> Where do you get vibranium? Wakanda. This was a really satisfying little shout out, I thought. It's so funny because I have seen Black Panther. Yes. But I did not remember that this person was in Black Panther because I don't remember Black yes. Panther at all because I don't remember any of these movies because I have they're so they just, you know what I mean, they don't leave the impression if you don't have the context sort of. So I actually did remember this guy. So okay, so what happens next is who has the vibranium black market arms dealer? Ulysses Claw. I remember this guy because his name is Ulysses Claw. Great reason to remember, which is a very super like superhero comic book villain name. Yeah. Um. So Ulysses Claw is this black market trader. Uh. He's South African, and he has uh, he's made a business of stealing vibranium from Wakanda and selling it on the black market. I've said the word black market like three times in the sentence. But nobody has vibranium. The, the only vibranium that America has ever had is Captain America's it's shield. Captain America's shield. So Ultron's like, we're going to go find Ulysses Claw. He's somewhere off the coast of South Africa, uh, and we're going to steal his vibranium. Meanwhile, the Avengers also figure this out somehow. I don't remember Dude, how. Dude, yeah, like actually, and also his motivation is to get the vibranium. Like, did he build himself out of the vibranium? So the reason that he wants to get the vibranium is because he has the internet, so he knows that vibranium is a thing, and he wants to build a better body for himself. <laughs> okay, yeah, Ultron's like goal is a is, better is a body. better body. It's which a very... is all of our goals. <laughs> am I right? <laughs> hey, squad goals. <laughs> Ultron's made his New Year's resolution. Who will touch my pecs, he says. <laughs> um, I would pay money to listen to James Spader say that. Uh, in any Light case... Us, won't you, James? <laughs> uh, somehow the Avengers also figure out that that's where they're going. So yeah. the two teams arrive in these like junkers outside uh, Johannesburg in South Africa and... 
Ultron's there and he's like, hey, Ulysses Claw, give me that vibranium. And Ulysses Claw is like, no. And then Ultron cuts off Ulysses Claw's arm. Yeah. An ironic does name. It, does it give him a claw? Um, I that You get to see that in Black Panther. You see what happens. He has a claw? Yeah, he's got a big claw. Oh, sweet. So uh, Ulysses Claw <laughs> barely makes it away, but it looks like it, with his, it makes it away just to, like long enough or successfully enough to be a villain in another film. Yeah. Half a villain in another film. Hmm. Uh. So Ultron seems to have gotten a hold of the vibranium, but then the Avengers show up. They begin battling. Um, Wanda and or, or Scarlet Witch and Quicksilver are also there. They're they're fighting. Everybody's fighting. They're fighting on the side of Ultron. Of on course. the side of Ultron. Uh, meanwhile, Tony and Ultron are like flying around the coast, like outside this ship, and like battling. And Tony eventually destroys what seems to be Ultron's main body. Yeah. He blows it up. But Ultron's in the internet, so it doesn't actually make a difference. Uh, meanwhile, Wanda has like kind of been able to sneak up on a handful of the Avengers. I believe it is Thor. Um, she's able to sneak up on Thor. Black Widow. Black Widow. And is, and is it just the two of them? And then the Hulk, eventually. Yeah. So Thor, Black Widow, and Hulk. So we get these like looks into Thor, Black Widow, and Black Widow's psyches. Black Widow, this is, again, some character this building. Is good. This Boy, is... are they, they're very piecemeal about it. Yeah. <laughs> um, not in a bad way, though, but Black Widow basically lives inside the world of Red Sparrow, um, where she yep. was, I think it's like ballet and everything. Like seemingly, where she was every, like, like seemingly every single Russian woman of yes. a certain age, she was trained as a mercenary killer. Yes. <laughs> After she couldn't compete in the ballets anymore, the I ballet guess? ruse. Yeah. yeah. Or she, she became a mercenary killer. It's unclear. Um, but she, yeah, was made to kill people and was brainwashed. And there's a lot of brainwashing going on in these movies. Yeah. And this seems like the most nefarious and real world of all of it. Yes. And so, like, and she, as her final test of, like, escaping the training, had to murder a dude. Or, no, that wasn't the final thing, but she murdered a dude. She murdered a dude. And she it's, murdered it's a dog, it's like, maybe. She murdered a lot of things. Yeah. It is. It's raw. It's very real. It is. Um, it's pretty good. And then this is contrasted with Thor's psyche which looks like a bacchanalia looks of some pretty sort. badass yeah it's just like people dancing around having a good time but he's not feeling good it's like no. he took like the acid and no one else did yes everyone else is drunk but he took acid uh-huh. and he runs into like heimdale idris elba playing yeah. heimdale Has shows up no for a second. eyes and thor glimpses something strange going on though he like is able to witness something cosmic while everyone else is just like oh god the inside of my head is terrifying thor is like not only is the inside of my head terrifying but also he taps into something much larger going on and we'll come back to that later yeah meanwhile we don't see inside the hulk's head but wanda gets inside the hulk's head enough so that she throws him into a rage and the hulk just starts like going ham on I, this is the second time I'm going to use that phrase if we stick to these notes um, Whoa. on Johannesburg he just starts like destroying Johannesburg um, 
Tony's like, Hulk, don't do that. Hulk's like, I, Hulk smash. Um, <laughs> yeah, I am the Hulk. I am the Hulk. He's turned into like a three-year-old version of the Hulk. Yeah, he says his classic and phrase, I am the Hulk. So Tony gets out special armor. They fight. It destroys a lot of South Africa. Eventually, Tony just like knocks him out. But like the Hulk like legitimately kills people. It seems we don't actually see it, but it becomes incredibly difficult to believe. Like the, well, the suspension of disbelief they, is too great. No, they, they imply that he knows he killed people. Yes. The the end result of this is that is that Bruce has his own PTSD. Which he already um, had, and this is just like, oh, I was so good it. about it recently, but now I've killed those people A again. bunch of South African yeah. people are now dead. Um, and billions of dollars worth of infrastructure in Johannesburg. Uh, it's a very long fight. It's a very long fight. I don't like it. I have no interest in the Hulk and big Iron Man punching each other. No. It just it's just an excuse to like show me. a bigger Iron Man costume. And it goes on for so and, like, long. I get that there are people who enjoy the bigger Iron Man costume. Like I'm yeah. not going to dispute or like it's like, a big it's a cool action figure. Like, right. Cool, and I'm not fine. here to get in the but way I'm of not, your phone. I'm not, I'm not here <laughs> I for that. I just don't enjoy it at all. Yeah, and then it's just give like, me, and then he punched the Hulk again. Give me like another two minutes of Na- uh, Natasha's backstory. Totally. And and cut two minutes of like the Hulk literally falling through an entire skyscraper oh yeah he brings down the whole skyscraper yeah so uh in any case also how do you stop the hulk when he's on a rampage because like tony tried to gas him but apparently the only way to do it is to literally knock him out I, that that whole section is also unclear everything about the hulk just remains remarkably unclear for something where a lot of the other characters have pretty firm rules yeah. considering the fact that thor is basically just magic he still feels more science totally like, sciencey than the hulk i does. never question what thor can do yeah and yet thor is literally a god he's a magic man yeah he is a wizard Wizard. Um, okay, so everyone's in real bad shape. Nobody feels good. No after one feels this. good. Uh, it's bad optics. Gonna be honest, like real bad optics. Oh yeah. From uh, a PR perspective, I don't even know what you it's do. It's a real mess. So where do they decide to go? Somewhere in the middle of nowhere in America. I'm not even it sure. Is this America? America? It's America okay. because Shield set this up. Okay, so they go to Clint, aka Hawkeye. Thank you. His uh, his family's ranch in the middle of America that Shield has set up is like a safe space for Clint's family because he has a family and they are in danger because he is an agent of Shield. And he conditioned being in the Avengers on them giving him this like uh, witness protection ranch. Also, interestingly, no one else in Shield knows about it except yeah. for him and Nick Fury and maybe Kobe Smulders, who also is in these movies, by the way. Still, yeah, yeah, getting um, paid. Good for her. Um. Yes. So we go and we meet Hawkeye's wife and children. His wife is played by Linda uh, Cardellini. Yes. Really good casting. I'm a just big fan. like yeah, just like well, ca- like if you're gonna cast like a character that we only meet for a short period of time and they just need to be like really likable. Yep. It's hard Great to go choice, wrong. dude. Yeah. The kids I hate. The casting was really poor there. Just irritating. <laughs> I don't even kids. know how many there are. <laughs> there's two. Um. Anyway, they oh, like, but one on the but way. There's one on the way. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Uh. She. Yeah. Linda Cardellini. Oh, and, is also and pregnant. the other person who knows about this house is Black Widow. Is Black Widow because, because Black Widow is like an aunt to these kids. Yeah. Uh. This is another reminder that uh. Clint and Natasha are actually really close friends. Something that we don't really develop that in this we movie. Don't know. It's, it's like touched on in the last movie, but yeah, like it's we, more in the last movie than in this one. We see her early on. She's concerned about him when he's injured mm-hmm. in that opening mm-hmm. scene, but. In any case, yeah, they consider her Auntie Natasha. Um, they don't call her Auntie Black Widow. Weird. Yeah, it's very strange. They don't call him Papa Hawkeye, though. Yeah. 
in any case, everyone's having a real rough time. Thor is feeling very muddled after his vision. So he's like, thanks for the ride, guys. I'm going to peace out and go like explore something we'll table he's that like i gotta moment. go do something <laughs> I gotta, go, gotta do godly stuff <laughs> like, guys kind of, and he just like rockets off yeah which is like why did he accept the ride to america if he was then just gonna rock it off anyway i mean he's a god it doesn't matter it's true i'd go you know, he's like i want to see this house all right there's nothing here boom we'll talk about uh what he's up to in a bit but first let's talk about natasha and bruce's heart to heart yes this is a very strange and loaded scene in part because I believe it starts with Bruce getting out of the shower in just a towel yes. and Natasha is waiting in his bedroom it's in a towel space. as well. Shared being she was not like, in a towel. Oh, she's not in a towel? Okay. <laughs> That's I'm just, just your I'm fantasy. just building on this. Yeah. I love towels. <laughs> that is not, that is just what you hoped would happen. Missed opportunities. And Tony is there in a, a towel. towel. Steve forgot his towel. <laughs> Steve's just like, it's the men's locker room. We don't wear <laughs> yeah, exactly. towels. Exactly. There are no chicks here. <laughs> oh, hi, Natasha. <laughs> um, in any case, she's like waiting to get into the shower. Um, but she is like, they like come very close to making out. And then he's like, no, we can't. And he talks about how he's a monster. And also, by the way, he can't have kids because of gamma radiation. Well, I think also because there are issues with him impregnating yes. somebody. And that, that is also, yeah. <laughs> it's like, less true. the radiation and more than No, I think it's also that he's, I think it's also implied that like, okay. yeah, that there are other there reasons. There are barriers. Yes, there are barriers. And she's like, but she's yo, like, I'm also a monster. I'm also sterile. Because, but she specifically says, No, she doesn't. She calls herself a monster. Does she really? You don't remember this? I don't remember that. We both had an intake of breath. <laughs> and at the next, like, the next, the next time we paused the movie after that, I think one of us said to the other, I can't believe that made it into the script. Not only can I not believe it made it into the script, I can't believe that somebody said that line. I can't believe that Scarlett Johansson. Uh, that, read I, you that know what? Line. I'm remembering this now. Yes. Yeah, I blocked that out, but that totally happens. That's she, not good. And it, like she draws, and it's so like okay. To be fair to the writers, it is likely that she is drawing a comparison between all the killing that she has done to his I, killing. I think that's more. But than, the literal the way that yes, it is phrased I'm in the script you. is that she says, <laughs> like. I'm sterile. They sterilized me. Not, so you're not the only monster or something like it that. It is something it like is that. It is so poorly phrased and written. <laughs> it, is, it is quite possibly like one of the, it's the biggest gaffe I've seen in the writing of any of these movies, just like on like a script level. You know, I, I had totally forgotten about it, but I, I, it is not. It's, it's not good. It's not good. There it's is real no good. good way for it to go. Yeah. Um, but in any case, the two of them do not get together unresolved. Well, Will they, they kind of do. I mean, like they both, I think that they both they, acknowledge, they, they acknowledge their feelings that for they each are, other. and that they are like a good match in this way. Yes. But like, it's not going to happen right now. Yeah. Um, meanwhile, somebody else's house. It's Hawkeye. Weird. Yeah. <laughs> it's the kid's bedroom. Thin walls. Um, Hawkeye is talking with his wife about how he's got all these plans to fix up this house. Yeah. He's going to, we keep giving Hawkeye screen time, which is like, are you guys going to kill him? Please kill him. I'm just like, Please man, Linda Carlini's got a lot of charisma. <laughs> uh, 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 
yeah. <laughs> really carrying this scene of boy, <laughs> talking about home design. <laughs> yeah. Well, it is a lot of just like, yeah, I get it. Like, dude's got a house. Yeah, he's but got kids. Like, he's the every. He's like the everyman. <laughs> Hawkeye is. It's it's kind of like a meta joke. It's like you guys think Hawkeye is lame. He actually is. Yeah. <laughs> like, well, they do the meta joke with him later too, yeah. especially like very self aware. It's just kind of whatever. Anyway, Hawkeye gets an unconscionable amount of screen time. Nick Fury shows up. Oh, there's that great moment where Steve and Tony are breaking yeah. firewood, and Steve's pile is twice as big as Tony's yes. pile. Um, and Steve's just like. Tony's like breaking it with the axe, like, and, and Steve Steve's is just using like, the axe. But then at the end of it, he just splits one in half yeah. with his hands, and you're just like, "This dude's so jacked." It's it's a great scene, yeah. but they're arguing about various things, uh, mainly Ultron, which is Tony's fault. And this is like drawing parallels, or not parallels, but it's drawing the sharp division that I believe will only continue to grow yes. between the philosophies of Tony Stark and Steve Rogers and like them as de facto leaders of the Avengers mm-hmm. in the absence of shield is like a real organizing force. Like Nick Fury exists, but like nobody's taking orders. Yeah. It's, I think it's a really interesting scene. I think that there's a lot to be done there. I have the feeling that it's going to get its own movie very soon, perhaps resulting in some kind of civil War? War is never civil, Bob. Great point. Anyway, um, Linda Carlini comes out and she's like, hey, my tractor needs fixing. Can you go fix it? And Tony's like, that's what I do. I'm an engineer. Also, I want to get away from this dickhead. And so he goes into the, the <laughs> barn and he's like about to fix the tractor when out steps Nick Fury. He's just like, surprise, motherfucker. <laughs> I'm that. still he alive. Might as well say that. <laughs> he might as well. He might as well say that every time it turns out he is alive still. <laughs> <laughs> we knew he was alive. But not still. the we Avengers didn't, didn't know. I think the did the did maybe I guess Cap did the told Avengers them. even know? There's no way that Captain yeah. America didn't tell him. I guess that's true. Anyway, he's like, but I'm here. <laughs> I'm here for dinner. Uh, and he shows up and he's just like, we're gonna rally the troops. I don't think he really contributes anything. He does the dishes after dinner, but like um, he will contribute later. Yeah. So in any case, like they all finally like come together and they decide again, I don't understand how they decide to do this, but they decide we're going to Seoul because that's where we think Ultron is going next. Do you remember how they figure out that they're going to Seoul? I didn't know part of this movie took place. Oh wait, no, I do remember them all saying the word Seoul, but I don't remember. They go to South you don't remember the whole part of this movie no, takes place in South I, Korea? No, I do, I do actually, but okay. I- <laughs> The, the, I mean, basically, it looks like Johannesburg. That's like the the, thing. all They're the cities all start kinda, to blend. It just doesn't matter because, like, the yeah. the scale of the cities just doesn't. It doesn't matter. Yeah, I mean, they all look the same. They're all like. But yeah, actually, I do. Cities. I do remember this. So, okay. so they go because the doctor is there with the machine that can regenerate tissue. Yes. But we and, don't. I don't know how they figure out that that's where Ultron is going. That is a great question. Um, that said, Ultron is like, I want to go to Seoul because I am going to get me a better body. I want that better body and the gym's not doing it. So he, <laughs> so he goes to Seoul where there is that r- tissue regenerating machine that Hawkeye was healed by in the beginning of the movie. And he goes and he finds that doctor and he's like, you're going to make me a sweet ass bod. And the doctor's like, I don't want to do that. And he touches her with a scepter and she or her eyes get all dark because the mind control scepter. And she's like, I would love to make you a sweet body. I believe that he got some vibranium somewhere too. So he's going to like, it's going to be a body made of vibranium, vibranium and tissue. Is that what it is? I believe so. Because this ends up being a body that is definitely not made of tissue exclusively. So I think that he wants. It's like partially Android. We know it's that partially Android. I think it's and I think it's partially vibranium. 
importantly, during all of this, um, you can literally blink and miss this scene, but Thor picks up oh, Papa yeah. Skarsgård. Um, I don't remember. Like, he just picks him up from whatever that dude's doing now. He's a college professor now. Okay, right. Because he, you know, he is also one of the world's famous physicists. And so he, <laughs> we remember and love him from the Thor movies. He's learned how to wear pants now. And he is working as a professor. And Thor goes and he's like, I need you to come with me to a lake. To a dank cave. Or something. But like, it's like was, a cave with like water in it. And then Thor like. Goes on a dive. Goes on a dive into the water. I don't believe he's wearing a shirt. He, he is not. It's that, that. I like that part of it yeah. much more than the rest of the scene. We learn about the he infinity scene. He has a vision where he basically learns about the infinite. It's he basically watches like the the equivalent of like the video that you watched in like tenth grade math explaining like powers of ten or whatever. <laughs> Maybe this fifth grade math. Yeah, that's a sweet video. Yeah. Though. So he watches like that the equivalent of that before the infinity stones. Wait, he watches a condensed version of the thing that the collector showed us in the last movie. Yes. Which is just kind of like clearly it's a weird it's another one of those weird cases where it's like this movie is predicated on you having seen all of the other movies but here's a reminder but here really quick in case you didn't see those other movies there's a reason people care about these rocks anyways let's yeah. go <laughs> so over to soul yeah. so uh yeah the um important thing happens now uh ultron <laughs> begins uploading himself into the body that the uh the doctor has created with her special yeah, machine he plugs his usb cable into a his brain, I guess, and yeah. into this thing, and he's putting himself. He's in the downloading body. himself into this new body um, because the body is. It's implied, I assume, because the body is part human. It's android and it's part tissue or something like that. It's also maybe implied that it has a soul, but because of this, no, they're in soul. <laughs> Uh, Wanda and Quicksilver are there, or Wanda, Scarlet Witch and Pietro uh, Quicksilver are there. Uh, it's Pietro Quicksilver. Pietro Qu- <laughs> and Wanda Scarlet Witch. <laughs> Doesn't uh, flow as well. Wanda is able to read minds, remember. And because she cannot read Ultron's mon- mind because he is an AI and he's pure AI, but she is able to read what is being transmitted of his mind into this body. This is convenient for the plot. In this way, she realizes that Ultron's actual plan, which he has not disclosed to anybody else, is to not just destroy the Avengers, but to destroy human life on planet Earth. She's not a fan. No, she's she not tells, into it. She tells her bro about this, and they're like, we're, gonna, we're not going to let this happen. Um, and they decide that they're going to fight on the side of the Avengers. I think that they just, like, flee. Anyway... Um, Ultron is trying to transport his body. It's in like his new body while it's still uploading. It's in like this truck. Natasha, uh, Clint, and Cap all show up. They're fighting on the highways that's, of Seoul. That's a pretty cool scene. Like Captain America has yeah. jumped on the back of a truck and like. Oh, Natasha's like in this like are on this like dope like electric motorcycle. Yeah, yeah, like, that's it's really very cool. cool. Like, there's a lot of great like chase sequences. Uh, frankly, all, I think all the action sequences in this movie are top notch. Very good. Not as good as the Russo. Bros. I don't like the Johannesburg one. Everything but the Hulk armor. Sure, but I think that we yeah. both agree that's just kind of boring. But just yeah. generally speaking, like this isn't the Russo Brothers ones where I go like, oh man, tell your friends this action sequence is yes. so good. Yeah. This is just like such strong workmanlike action from another Joss Whedon film. And in a very classic comic book kind of way. Yep. It's very big. It doesn't oh, feel, yeah. if you know, it's like a well-done version of the <clears throat> third act of Captain America. Um, 
where everything and even that i think is better than this but yeah you know. fair um <laughs> what are you gonna do they seem like they're probably some of the best action directors working <laughs> yeah. uh okay so they managed to um people are fighting there's a runaway train quicksilver stops there is it. a runaway train the fast wanda, boy stops basically it. yeah wanda and quicksilver decide to team up with the avengers and they manage to steal Ultron's new bod before he can upload his old consciousness into it. Yeah, so it's it's not fully Ultron. It's not fully Ultron. And everyone's like, well, shit, we got it. But then, importantly, Natasha is captured by Ultron's goons. So everyone which are heads robots. back. Which are robots. They're all robots. Everybody heads back, except for Natasha, who has been captured. Everybody heads back to Avengers HQ. I still don't know where Avengers HQ is. Is it in New York City? It's Yeah, it's Tony's. It's Tony's it's, place it's the in tower New York. In okay, New York. it's the tower still. Because the, the, a, the a has the Avengers logo mm, on it now. Right. So uh, back at HQ, everyone is bickering. No one is happy. No, no one is having a good time. No, Natasha like, being in the Avengers kind of seems like it sucks. Oh yeah, you just don't get along with your friends very well. Yeah, uh, Natasha's disappeared, and Tony and Bruce are like, "Okay, we've got this super cool bod. <laughs> it looks just like Paul Bettany. What are we gonna do with it?" Well, and and Tony goes off on this thing where he says a bunch of stuff that doesn't make any sense it's like Jarvis hid himself in the computer and now Jarvis is still alive even though the robot fought Jarvis and Jarvis is actually just here and now he's smarter than ever and we should put him in his body and <laughs> and you're like that seems like a real leap Tony Stark <laughs> and like, we're kind of like as the audience you're kind of like here we go again yes totally uh, Bruce is like yeah sure <laughs> <laughs> yeah, weirdly, Bruce was much more concerned about the initial upload into Ultron than doing the exact same thing into an unknown robot body. He's just like, it's a sweet bod, you're right. <laughs> It'd be a shame to let this go to waste. <laughs> I want to get this thing out of this box so we can touch its pecs. <laughs> this basically, Vision is just a big action figure. He's a oh, big dude. sentient action he's, figure. And his like, matte skin is yeah. so flat. Yeah, it's so weird. Anyway, uh, we're jumping ahead a little bit there. But uh, everyone's arguing. But anyway, they do it. They upload Jarvis into this, this robot bod. bod. <laughs> um, the android comes to life. And as you would expect... Everyone freaks out because here we go again. <laughs> yeah. Literally, they're all standing in the exact same room. It's great. And like this robot creature just comes flying out of nowhere. Tony's like, oh, shit. And not he like, again. Grows a cape. He just like grows a cape, but he like he flies out of nowhere, but he just stops at the window. He can of the float. Tower, yeah. And he can float. And he's just floating there at the window. And he's just like looking out. I actually really like this. He's obviously he's just, incredibly powerful. He's incredibly powerful, and he's just like looking out across New York City. Uh, assume uh, we kind of assume uh, across mankind. Yes. And uh, I'll be honest, I don't remember a whole lot of what he got created. Vision though says. I think it's important because he got created because Thor like electrocuted the box. Oh right. Yes. So like Thor had some hand in this thing's creation. Yes. Yeah. Thor uh, basically came in and just like allowed it to happen. Yeah. Um. So Vision is like actually pretty chill, and everybody Android calls him robot. the Vision. Yes, because he is Ultron's Vision, I guess. Also, he is a Vision. Oh no, kidding! <laughs> uh, but yeah, he, the, he looks inter- out the window. Yeah, he says a ton of stuff that I do not remember at all. Like, Big he is philosophizing. Going, he is just yes. talking, and I am bored out of my mind. 
Yeah, he's talking for a long ass time, and but then we get one of the best parts of the whole movie. And then he, and then the, they cut to a wide shot, and he hands Thor his hammer. Well, Thor is basically like we, we like everyone's like, what are we gonna do? Can we trust him? And yeah, and then you get that shot where he just like he, you don't even see him pick it up. No, you just see him. Hand he is just Thor. holding the hammer the whole time. Like it's just like oh shit i think he makes a comment about the hammer and thor is like thor just like plays it cool and he's just like yeah you don't want it to be too heavy that's that's later that's later but but yes fantastic yeah Uh, but yeah so he hands him the hammer and i'm not gonna lie i legit i mean you were there yeah but i out loud like actually gasped (laughs) like i couldn't believe it it's a great i've already seen this (laughs) It's a great moment. It I is, love it's it. It's incredible. Yeah. Well, especially because I'd forgotten it. And also at the time, didn't fully understand why that would be an important or interesting thing. And it's just another, it's Chekhov's hammer this time. Chekhov's yes. Molnir. It's, it is a lot of fun. Yeah. Uh, uh, so when you're you, like, plant, you plant the things and then you come back to them later. It's, yeah, it was a, I think that's a great moment. I think it's shot really well. And I think is. that everyone's reactions are really good. And my favorite, you know, my, on, I mean this in all sincerity. My favorite thing about it is that it also shuts everyone up so we can just yep. move on to the next 100%. part of the film. Yes. Because it decides absolutely we can trust Vision because only those who are worthy can wield the hammer. And if he can wield the hammer, he's not only super powerful, but he is worthy. Well, he's a and, good dude. And, and you're like, this dude is strong. He's strong. Like the other thing about it is- Not like, physically. Not just physically strong. He's very physically strong. <laughs> so he is but very he's physically like, strong. But he's also just like- He's clearly like his mental fortitude and his his goodness is just like he is an inherently yes. earnest he, and good creature. He it's like in some ways Ultron was like reflective of Tony Stark. You know, like it had learned from Tony Stark and was mm-hmm. kind of a dick in the way Tony Stark is taken to his it's logical a very extreme. Interesting. Yeah, that's and a very good point. Vision is actually like Tony Stark managed to make a foil for himself. Is the best qualities of Tony. Yes. Uh, yeah. Like Jarvis, Jarvis. To the degree is, that like Tony is unrecognizable. You're right. It's a foil. Jarvis is a foil. Yeah. For Jar- Tony. Jarvis. It, like like. I guess that Tony is with Pepper, but actually he is with Jarvis. Like <laughs> they, they are the the other sides of that puzzle piece. Right. Yes. Like they snap together. Anyway, we need to have an insane action sequence happen right now. We still have 40 minutes left in the movie. Dude. Luckily, they can fill it all with 40 minutes of constant action. The Avengers go back to Sokovia, where also Ultron is now. He's keeping Natasha there. He's a Um, robot. Literally, they transitioned all of this so quickly that like they like just do like a smash cut to like Natasha's cell and Bruce just like walks in. And oh, that was weird. And it was super weird. And I was like, that must be someone pretending to be Bruce. Because like, <laughs> how did they get here so fast? There's not even like a travel moment. It's just like Bruce isn't even like looking through, no, they, around No, they all show her. up. They all show up, I think, somehow. But at the very least, like, it's just like suddenly Bruce is just like not only in the fortress and not only is like as a no- as normal Bruce Banner, not as like yeah. anything else, is like snuck through like the defenses. He frees Natasha and they have this moment. Where, where she's like, we could just run away. Just the two of us. We can run away right now. Yeah. Um, or maybe he's he says that. Yes. He says, we could just run away, the two of us, right now. And she's like, no, we need the Hulk. And she pushes him into like this big pit that just happens to be there. And it's then lucky he like, jumps out as the yeah, Hulk. Yeah, he's the again. Hulk. And then this is all transpiring. Ultron somehow makes the entire city that they're in fly into the sky and his he, like, plan b- these is to propulsion machines powered. I, and by, I don't know why that's there. I I don't know either, but the, the desire of him is to 
fly this city into the, the desire of him. <laughs> <laughs> Tell me about the desire of him. He wants to fly a city into the sky and then crash it into the earth so that the city blows up and everybody it's, dies. It's a meteor. He wants to create he wants a to, meteor. It's like a, an extinction event. An extinction event, yeah. So he's flying the city into the sky. It's like starts like yeah, everything is shaking. Then it's levitating. Then it gets higher and higher. And um, he's got tons of robots that the Avengers are fighting off. Yeah, which is cool. Like it, it you yeah. know, he controls. Like he is this network of robots. Yeah. So we've got fighting on the Avengers side. Just to recap, we've got <laughs> Thor. We've got Captain America. We've got Iron Your Man. Starting lineup. <laughs> we've got Natasha. We've got uh, Clint, aka Hawkeye. We've got the Hulk. Then we also have. Uh, Quicksilver, Scarlet Witch, and Vision are like the rookies who have just yeah. who are just fresh off the bench. Um, then all they're fighting and like, but they're like, what's gonna? There are all these people in the city. We didn't evacuate the city. It's floating in the air. How are we gonna get these people off? Yep. Because Tony's like, we. I, Tony realizes that he could blow up the entire thing before it could crash into the earth, but he can't do that while there's people. Honest, yeah, so. they don't want to kill all these people. So at that exact moment, a helicarrier with Nick Fury, um, Kobe Smolders, and War Machine shows up, and they're like, "Hey, we're the Titanic. No, we're the <laughs> we're the boat that <laughs> saves the people the from Titanic. the Titanic." But they've got all these like like lifeboats. Yeah, they got these space lifeboats, mini, mini Harrier jet. They're in one of those big flying things. I don't understand how Nick Fury has been hiding a helicarrier. Like, if they're not backed by the government. Also, we do get a handful of shots of this thing. Just not like as many. Not as many. Not as many. This is, of all the helicarrier introductions, yes, <laughs> incredible amount of restraint, which I assume is because it like doesn't have the cool new engines or something. They're like, it's not is, an improved it's, helicarrier. Yeah, it's totally just like, like hide its shame. Anyway, they send down these, these lifeboats that start ferrying the citizens of Sokovia's capital city, which I don't believe is ever named. Uh, the citizens get on these lifeboats and they're being uh, carried over to the helicarrier. Luckily, this is like a city of roughly maybe 25 people. Yeah, uh, at most. Um, <laughs> so they can bring everybody on board. But like the Avengers are both fighting off uh, Ultron's robot henchmen and trying to get everybody to safety. onto the safety. Hawkeye War Machine is on joins. the floating island. I think everyone's on the floating island. I think some of them jump off. Well, no, no. N Natasha and the Hulk have to jump onto the floating island. Uh -huh. So at one point they like make a giant leap and like the Hulk just like leaps onto the island, but they're all end up on the island. Yeah. So everyone's fighting. There's a, that moment. So there's this moment where Scarlet Witch is like, man, this is really tough. And she kind of like freaks out and hides for a moment. Yeah. She, she's too panicked to go out there. And then of all people, Hawkeye, comes in and is just like you got to pull it together and then he does have a really good line where he's just like there's like aliens and there's a robot guy and I, i'm a guy i got a bow and arrow none of it makes any sense <laughs> and you're just yeah. like this is all of a sudden i'm like do i like hawkeye it's a refreshing moment and it's like if anybody other than jeremy renner were playing hawkeye yeah yeah um but he kind of gives wanda this pep talk and she's like all right you know what you're right. I'm going to go out there and I'm going to go kill some more robots. They're defending the central machine it's thing that this, they need to blow. But that's the thing that will blow up. So but they there's, need to yeah, there's like a trigger. There's like a machine trigger in the very center of the city that if Ultron gets to it, he can key the thing to smash back into the earth. 
and so the Avengers have to like protect it. It's basically just horde mode from Gears of War, <laughs> where there's just like streams, hordes of enemies coming at them, and they have to defend it. We get like another one of those long panning shots yes. where we see everybody. Use we get their the superpower. other splash page from this comic yes. book. Yes, uh, another cool shot. Very cool. Um, and they're all like defending this one central point. Uh, meanwhile, they're also trying to get people out of there. And there's this moment when Quicksilver is like running around, like beating up robots. And uh, meanwhile, Ultron like has like a jet or something with like a with guns on it. He's like one of his robots, yeah, like his flying, one of his main yeah. body robots, has gotten into this jet. He's got a jet or something, and he's just like he's <laughs> commandeered it. He's just shooting his Gatling gun. It's, well, I don't even know so why we're laughing. <laughs> it's but, like no dumber than the rest of it, but sometimes like parts of these movies aren't the robot man in the <laughs> in the jet seat. Well, it is funny though how rapidly like I can transition between just like totally buying into like here is this large green man doing this. Yeah. And then immediately like the next shot can happen or I can be like, no robot could fly <laughs> our ship. <laughs> like it makes how is he sitting in there he's like yeah. eight feet tall <laughs> that's it man like my inability like i don't know if it's on me or what it is but like somebody should do a study on like my inability to believe some parts of this and to totally buy other parts of it i i, I think that you and i are both unique in in that way i think a lot of other people are like yeah of course he gets enough well, and I, like and i understand that i think those people are probably it's smarter a good, than us it's a, it's a it's a pretty cool ship yeah i but wish that i felt that way he just like decides he sees hawkeye and he's like i'm gonna shoot hawkeye and hawkeye the like, most important avenger was fall of today he's the one i gotta take out hawkeye's like with this sokovian kid and so oh yeah he's protecting a child so like the gunfire is coming at them and Hawkeye like holds the child and like mm-hmm. turns away. And if you were watching this in 2015, when it came out, maybe you were like, thank God they're going to fucking kill Hawkeye. <laughs> but <laughs> no, <laughs> Quicksilver comes out of nowhere and takes like 50 bullets for Hawkeye. So many bullets, dude. And then he's just like, I bet you didn't see that coming or whatever he says. And he falls over dead. I mean, yeah, it's a nice callback to yeah, their fine. initial scene. It's fine. He he hurt Jeremy Renner and then he saved Jeremy Renner and, and hurt all of us I guess in the we're process. all thankful. <laughs> Broke our hearts. Um, Wanda, who is Quicksilver's twin and also telepathic uh, because she is telepathic, presumably recognizes that her brother has died and yeah. she then goes ham on a bunch of, of robots. But I believe that she also abandons her post as a result. And she just like goes after Ultron's prime body, the one in the jet, and just like blows him up. Sure. But one of Ultron's like, you know, Ultron <laughs> is everywhere. So he's in all of these bodies. Yeah. One of them is able to get to the, the, the trigger in, the, yes. in like the center of the city and like activate the machine. Which means that this floating city island begins falling toward Earth. Also, do you remember the Ninja Turtles video game that had this as a concept, no. where the the city, like the island of Manhattan, was raised out of the nope out of the water by Shredder, and you also no. That's a that's a just lifted wholesale <laughs> from a 1991 NES video game. Did it look uh, as good in the game? Looks pretty sweet in the game. 
<laughs> it was the last Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles game on the NES, so it had like it was definitely like pushing it to its to limits, the, the absolute limits. Yeah. Is Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles three the Manhattan Project? That's a very good name for a video game in which that happens. Solid name, very good. Anyway, Sokovia is falling down to <laughs> the ground, and it might not be it might not be a uh, extinction event, but it's going to mess a some lot of stuff people up. are going to get hurt. So Tony's like, are all the people are like, have we saved all the Sokovians? I need to blow this up now. And everyone's like, yeah, we did. And also we're all safe now. You can blow it up. Blow so it Tony, up. Tone Loke. <laughs> Tony and, and Thor by their powers combined. Uh, managed to blow it up, and I guess that they blow it into such small pieces that it doesn't it totally destroy cool. anything. It doesn't fine. create an ash cloud. It's just invoke <laughs> a winter. It's yeah. all good. Everything's fine. It's a very fine <laughs> dust. People Things actually are, like it. They're yeah. into it. They're like, "Wow, this is so cool that yeah. I got this dust." I love dust. Um, uh, okay, and I think that it's about time that we start wrapping up this narrative. <laughs> Yes, man. So uh, two things happen. The Hulk gets in his own jet. There's apparently just a lot of jets There's hanging a, out. Jets with large cockpits because he <laughs> he's still the Hulk. He's yes. not Bruce Banner. He pilots a jet as the Hulk, and I was like, this I, makes no sense I, whatsoever. Yeah, I don't know about. It is that. clear that Joss Whedon was like, well, we got to get him out of there somehow. <laughs> no one will notice. <laughs> I mean, Ultron fit in that jet. Yeah. Um, uh, the Hulk just like flies away. Yeah, presumes, he's very and, sad. And he's just like, I can't be around people because I just destroy what I love. Yeah. Um, and then Tony's like, yo, I just want to stop being an Avenger real bad. Yeah. Also, we have to, we can't forget that Vision uh, destroys what's left of Ultron. Vision and Ultron have a oh, conversation yes. like in the woods. Actually, really beautifully shot. That is really nice. It's a, uh, it's like autumnal lighting, and the and Vision is just like talking to like this like sad lesser robot that's all that's left of of ultron and then he just like blows it up it's a it puts it out of its misery yeah because they cut its internet connection at one point yeah so ultron is gone um the avengers are just like okay i guess it's time to go home and eat some shawarma wait you have a hawkeye retires written on this recap? yeah hawkeye does retire yeah hawkeye decides that he wants to go home and finish his novel (laughs) no <laughs> oh, his wife is his first reader though it's really sweet um hawkeye decides to retire i presume that tony wants to retire again does he even say anything he implies he implies like i really wish i could get out of this i'd like to quit well, and i still don't understand when he came back to being iron man like that is we a, never it's never addressed that's and that's so frustrating because like that's such a good pivot for the character that they're just like no, he just though, keeps retiring. Iron Man's so cool. <laughs> but before he retires, he does help them build a new HQ. I don't know it's where his, it is. It's his headquarters. No, it's a new one. Hmm. It's a new headquarters because it's not in the tower anymore. I just anymore. stopped paying attention at this point. Yeah, it's, it's, a, it's a new headquarters. It's not in the tower anymore. Um, but he's just like, you guys, here's all my money. Thor goes home to Asgard because he's like, there's something to these Infinity Stones. <laughs> right. Maybe we should be paying attention should, to Infinity Stones. Yeah. he's. Gonna, I'm going to go talk to, to my brother Loki about this. He seems trustworthy. He seems reliable. But actually, like, he thinks that Loki is dead, so he's not going to talk to Loki. Oh, he's going to try to talk Loki, to his dad. Yeah, he's going to talk to his... Oh, who is Loki? Who is Loki? The trickster. I forgot about that. I never forget. Um, 
So yeah, uh, and then we get this final shot of Steve and Natasha are like, okay, let's go train these new Avengers, and we like see these new Avengers, which consists of Rhodey, Vision, Birdman Sam. Also, Birdman Sam returns. He's also there. Is he there? I think he's also at the party. I think he is also at the party. Yeah. But when he returned, I was just like, oh, no. <laughs> I like Birdman I, Sam. I love him as a dude. I think as a yes. character, he is the second awesome. he is, He's wearing his, his dumb If wings. his costume looked cooler, I would be very into him as he's a superhero, got, he's too. He's got those shades, though. Oh, it's those so... Those wraparound shades. Those Oakleys, dude. is so lame. Um, and then uh, also Scarlet Witch. Wanda oh yeah, is also she's still joined. in. She's still in the game. So now we have uh, we have more Avengers than ever. Yeah, and at the end of it, Steve Rogers says Avengers, and you know he's going to say assemble, but they cut to black. But they cut it. Yeah, and they you're like that alliteration. And I'll be honest, it's a pretty good ending. It's pretty. Yeah, I think it's it's cute. It's, it's very yeah, cute. It's very strong. Yeah. Um, it's cute and not in a way that bothers me. No, no, no. The best kind of yeah. Cute. Okay, so what did you think of this movie? I have no idea. I kind of. I don't know how I feel about I this movie either. I kind of don't either. think it's very good. I don't. I don't. No, I think it's actually kind of bad. Yeah, I actually. I think that, I think that like for all of the everything on the surface is very good. Yes, but none of like like when you think about what happens in this movie, it is just like a series of action sequences that happen in places, but we don't understand why they happen in Dude. those places. Why people go there? Like I like we I go to Seoul because I don't know because the movie write offs are good. Like the filmmaking tax break is I great have no idea like i it makes it's it's very it's a lot it's a mishmash i um, really like a lot of it i enjoyed it though that's the thing i don't think it's good but i enjoyed it and i really like a lot of it yeah i i think that it says a lot about my attachment to these dumb characters that like there's even a part of me that's kind of like i kind of like having hawkeye in these movies well I like the Hawkeye dark as the punching bag. Yes, but I now do he's too. retired. I'm a little worried. Um, I know. I, I agree. Um, <laughs> I like that we get a little what bit more of Natasha. Do? I, I actually, for the first time, I'm like, okay, Natasha's like kind of worth pursuing. It only took six years. That's what I mean, yeah. though. Like they, they've totally dropped the ball on that to the point. It's just like you couldn't give me some of this before, man. Come on. Yeah. Um, it's, but there's like, there's a lot going on. They're trying to do things. I don't like most of what they're trying to do, but they're trying to do it. And I think that's kind of nice. That's, that's interesting. I mean, I think that as we said, you know, and, and we are just long on this episode, but I, I think that as we said, like, I really like, uh, the reason that Tony builds Ultron, I think is like a legitimate good motivation. I think that like banners reservations are good if, maybe not like that meaningful because like Bruce Banner's just kind of there because he's like the smart one but it feels like yeah. that conflict should actually that scene should be him and 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 Steve you know it's a real I agree and you know it's a real issue with Banner as a character as much as I like I really like Mark Wahlberg's performance I think that he's like a very sensitive Mark Banner Wahlberg. Mark Mark <laughs> <laughs> Mark Ruffalo <laughs> Oh man, there's an alternative universe in which Mark Wahlberg is the Hulk. He's too ripped as a normal dude. He definitely petitioned to be the Hulk. I don't think he wants to be the Hulk. I think he wants to be Captain America because he thinks true. that Boston is America. They named them the Patriots, right? You know, Captain they- Boston. <laughs> um, I think Mark Ruffalo is very good as Bruce Banner. I think that there's an issue with Bruce Banner's character in so far as that we do not understand how turning into the Hulk works. Dude. It is a huge and, problem. And so because we don't understand his control of his power, we don't understand how that impacts his character. Totally. 
And so there's a lot that be, could be done with with uh, with his character being like, well, do we really want to create something that we can't control entirely? We can't turn on and off, but that doesn't actually happen no. because we don't actually. That would require us to commit to how the Hulk works, and and they're just totally unwilling to do it. Yeah, they're they're never going to give you a sense for what the character's actual concerns are. Yes. And that sucks. I agree. It's, it's, it's a real letdown. Um, instead they're like, well, instead what we're going to do is get going to give him a subplot and talk about how he can't fall in love with someone because he can't let somebody get close to him because he's secretly a monster. Well, and that's a reasonable and like a subplot, right? It is, but it, it is. just doesn't but it play. Also, it doesn't play because we don't understand how, yeah how the mechanics of being the Hulk work. <laughs> it's a problem. Or don't work for that matter. I feel like I know more about Vision than I do about the Hulk. Yes. A dude I've <laughs> theoretically spent more time with, including uh, an entire movie. <laughs> went, went really well. Um, um, I think that Natasha, they're making good strides toward Natasha, despite that one misstep of that one line. Yeah. Um, I think that like we're starting. This is primed they were primed at this moment to do a backstory for her they should have done one dude because it, it's going to be if the black widow movie comes out in like two years then that will make it like literally seven years between our first glimpses of natasha's past and what we actually find out about her past wow. so they were really primed to do it it's too bad that they didn't because i'm legitimately curious and red sparrow was a bad movie so i want to see a good version of it well and i think that there's actually like a really fun john wicky handgun action movie to be made yeah f- with her right like it doesn't have to all be trauma well yeah, and it, it would be, be and it would be very different from a like it would be most analogous to one of those Captain America ones where he punches a lot of dudes, but yeah. it, you know, it could be different than the rest of the Marvel universe in a way that like a guardians of the galaxy is just kind of like tonally. We are just out there, man. This, you could legitimately make something that had no bearing on any of this and would still be meaningful. It would be hard to do. I'm curious. Yeah. It'd be hard to be, do something to John wiki because that is so gunplay violent and gunplay. I guess you could do like a bond type thing. Though. I mean, they shoot Bloodless. so many people in that You're last right. Captain America. Like you could make her that's shoot true. whoever you wanted. So I guess that like, but you do like a bond story. Like, yeah, that'd be great. A female bond totally. character. Um, and there's such a gap be, in the world for that. Like do it. Yeah. Go. It doesn't have to be like, like a Kate Archer type thing, but less quippy, I suppose. Um, hmm. Loves the quip. I, loves to quip. Loves to quip. Uh, but yeah, they're making strides. They're, they're trying. Um, I came out of this movie, Matt, and here's my realization. I think Thor is my favorite. I hate this about myself, but uh, he's not. Tony's still my favorite. <laughs> I was going to say, Tony's always going to be your favorite. Thor is Thor is my favorite person to actually watch do things, especially when it's not his movie. Well, and I, I liked it when it was his movie because I love the, the sense with Thor is that it is always like stranger in a strange land a little yes. bit. It is always so fish, fish out of water. Out of water. Yeah. It is always like he is barely tolerating being with these people. And I love it. But I think it's, I think it's even more effective when it's not his movie. I Maybe. think, I think the dark world is solid, but I like, it was a good movie. I, I everyone else, we're the only ones who think that I but know, but we, we, we are really right. Like it. We yeah. are right. Um, is it better movie than this one? Uh, Maybe I don't know. If that's a hard, that's call. a hard. Call. I wish it's a good thing we don't have to decide. Yeah, I don't. Okay, let's just talk about like where this movie falls. So here's how things stand currently. At number one, we have Iron Man, the first Iron Man. 
And number two, we have Guardians of the Galaxy. And number three, we have the Avengers. At number four, we have Iron Man 3. At number five, we have Captain America, the Winter Soldier. <clears throat> At number six, we have Thor, the Dark World. Uh-huh. <laughs> I don't even know what that means. Uh-huh. I think I we, we both we approve. approve. We uh-huh. both approve. Uh, at number seven, we have Captain America, the first Avenger. At number eight, we have Iron Man 2. At number nine, we have Thor. And at number 23, we have the Incredible Hulk. Where does the Avengers Age of Ultron stand on this list? I have no idea. I liked this movie, and I like a lot I of parts too. of this movie. Okay, here's the real question. Is it better than the first Avengers? Dude, the, I, I've been having this debate with myself for about a week. <laughs> I think it is not, but I liked it more. The problem... Because I am liking them more as I go along. This is it's it. A, because it's a stupid TV yep. show. Yep. Because it's yep. a stupid TV show, and I just enjoy seeing... And there's a part of me that just, like, is is just... I like Stockholm to see the people. syndrome into <laughs> I this. Like, I see the people I know, yeah. and I go, like, it's the person I know. Because, like, Birdman Sam... So stupid, but I love seeing him. Why do I love seeing him? Because he shows back up and you go like, yo, it's the dude. It's that guy. Dude, I watched a movie the other day that's uh, 2004, a movie from 2004, and Anthony Mackie is in like the background of a shot. Okay. I immediately went, Birdman Sam. <laughs> <laughs> this is like, it's very insidious, honestly. It is. It is. The way that, they, that it gets into your head and it makes you <sighs> like movies that are not as good even more than the ones that are better but just came earlier. Well, it and don't have the the value of the added That's a strange context. thing because like if we were to watch Avengers now, would we like it more knowing where it goes? Because it is a better movie. I'm going to say the I'm going to say I have not enjoyed any of these movies necessarily more watching Actually, you know what? That's not true. I did like the Avengers more watching it now than I did when I first saw it without context. I liked I liked Iron Man 2 a lot more. And I had seen I liked both the first Iron, Iron Man more, but at the same time, I have no desire to rewatch any of these. The one right I would away. watch again would be Iron Man one, but I don't want to because I want to yeah. get through the whole thing. Yeah, I agree. We'll we'll loop around back to Iron Man one at the very end. And Look forward to that, yeah. <laughs> and then we'll reevaluate whether it's really number one. <laughs> well, it it might not be number. It one. might be unseated. At some I think point. That, I think if the if they keep letting the Russo brothers direct movies, I think there's a good chance that so, somebody can knock that out. Here's but. the really tricky thing: is that. I like this movie the same way that I like Thor The Dark World. I had fun watching this movie the same way I had fun watching Thor The Dark World. But we we judge Thor The Dark World not just on how much fun we had watching it, but how good it was as a movie. And I think that we have to do the same thing here. And I think that like our criteria has always been... This is shitty criteria to have when you need to make a decision right away. But what sticks with us, it's been... Seven days since we watched it. This movie evaporates from my memory, except for the moments I really like. And like, I think about like Vision handing him that hammer. I think about like Steve Rogers splitting the wood in half with his hands. I think about them all trying to pick up the hammer. And those moments, I, I love. The movie is inconsequential. It feels, especially now that yes. we've introduced um, Thanos, a lot of the movie feels inconsequential. That, you know, that's that's it. Is that the stuff I love in this movie is such charactery stuff. And the movie basically just exists to drive. Uh, a wedge between Tony and and Steve. And those are some of the best moments are when Tony and Steve are disagreeing. And I mean, they're setting up stuff for later movies, clearly. But like, 
otherwise Ultron is kind of a non-entity. It doesn't doesn't he doesn't matter. I mean, he flies a city into the air and also doesn't matter. It's like yeah. an incredibly weird thing, right? Yeah, it's it's a blip. Um, because the important thing is the division between Tony and Steve. But I agree, not much of it stuck. Like a decent amount of it stuck with me, but like I don't think this movie is better than Captain America: The Winter Soldier. It's definitely not. At the same time, I like it more than the Avengers, but I don't think it's as good as the Avengers. But the Avengers as far is as three. The, the Avengers is a better movie. The Avengers is a more innovative movie. It is a smarter movie. It proved that something could be done. Yeah. That, oh, and it, it's and just this movie is tighter because it it's fewer much characters. Tighter. This movie is, if anything, a backstep from what is proven by the Avengers. But we are in the thrall of the universe. Yes. 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 And, and I like the action sequences in the Avengers more than this movie. So here's where I'm going to put it. <laughs> if you agree. <laughs> on your personal list. On my personal list. The one that I keep in my back pocket that I, I never show you. your separate one. Where just, Guardians of the Galaxy just, is at number 24. All top three are Iron Man. <laughs> um, I put this one above Thor The Dark World and below Captain America The Winter Soldier. I think that's where it belongs. I continue to think that Iron Man 3 might be. Iron Man 3 is high. I think Iron Man 3 is high. I know you think Iron Man 3 is high. I just don't. I'm not sure when the moment will come for me to make this fight. Okay. Well, do you, what are you saying that you want to, to I reconfigure? Think, you want Captain America: Winter Soldier to move up one, Iron Man three to move down one, and then where does where does Age of Ultron? I think go? Age of Ultron is between Iron Man and Thor: Dark World. So I know you've been wanting to make this bid for a long time <laughs> for like two weeks. <laughs> I guess it has only been two weeks. Yeah, <laughs> it's not like like since my kid was born. Boy, it feels real long. You have a kid? Yeah, dude. What's his name? Tony. 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 Steve. <laughs> um. All right, I'll let you do that. Yes, it feels incredible. All right, let's reorganize this list. All right, all Here right. are the new so power rankings. Now that we have set things right. Uh, where so do they speak. stand, Matt? At number one, we have Iron Man, the first Iron Man. At number two, we have Guardians of the Galaxy. At number three, we have the Avengers. At number four, we have Captain America, Winter Soldier. The Winter Soldier. At number five, we have Iron Man 3, the third Iron Man. At number six, we have Avengers Age of Ultron. At number seven, we have Thor, the Dark World. At number eight, we have Captain America, the first Avenger. At number nine, we have Iron Man 2. At number 10, we have Thor. And at number 23... We have the Incredible Hulk. Edward Norton's Incredible Hulk. <laughs> Edward Norton's Incredible Hulk. <laughs> okay, let's talk about this uh, end of credit sequence. Oh my sequence. god, this is our longest episode by a long yeah, shot. Yeah, this is one of the worst end credit sequences, I feel. it's They've really been slacking recently. I agree I agree that they got worse. Yeah. It's just, the, all we see in this one is like, Thanos like, I don't know, like builds himself a glove. Well, and no, like it, opens the chest the where chest, he gets a glove and holds it up Zelda style. He like puts it on his hand and yeah. he goes, I guess I'll do it myself. Which, okay, so here's the thing. <laughs> this implies that Thanos gave Loki's scepter to the Chitari to give to Loki so that he, Thanos is controlling Loki, right? So then well, no. Thanos is just like, when the scepter gets lost, Thanos is just like, I guess it'll just create <laughs> messes on its own. Um, 
So Thanos wasn't literally controlling Loki, but he was like Loki was inadvertently doing Thanos. Loki was a, pawn was a pawn in the service of Thanos. So presumably, though, Thanos views also views Ultron as his pawn, even though he never had any direct connection to Ultron, unless if he was IMing him. Because this is maybe what he I don't has the internet. The, I, this is what I don't get about this post credit sequence. Is it's like, wait, what are you doing? Yes, like I'll do it myself because they didn't. Managed to mess it up. It. it. <laughs> Whenever, what is it? What is it? We don't know yet. We just know it's bad. We we do know it's bad, mm-hmm. but we don't know what it is. Actually, and, I know what it is. Well, okay. Well, um, but like, it's clearly not like assembling the Infinity Stones because like he didn't send people to do that. It does imply that he's not a sen- Yeah, it implies that he wants to destroy Earth rather than right. rather assemble, than assemble the, the Infinity, Infinity Stones. And like, why would he? Like, is he really mad at Tony for blowing up that spaceship? It's unclear. It's, yeah, it's, it's in fact it's such a weird one. One could go so far as to say that it is dumb because it is just like, hey, bad guys are bad. Yeah, and he's coming <laughs> for something. For something five years from now, I guess. It's um, very strange to me. Like, it it really because I, I was really amped for the post credits oh coming me too out of this. especially because the the ones for avengers were so good yeah and i'm just like well clearly this is going to be like we're gonna like kick off a whole new thing yeah and it's, it was just kind of like i guess he's doing something he's got that a plan big blue dude is doing a thing you are colorblind what color is he he's purple okay <laughs> I always forget that you're colorblind until you talk about the color of Thanos. This has happened several times <laughs> off mic. He looks blue. Yeah, no, he's definitely purple. Mm. He's a grimace, all right. All right, there. All right. Um, I know we we're going to talk about video games, but we're not. <laughs> oh, no, dude. All I'm going to say is I've been playing Death Stranding, the new uh, Kojima game. Uh, it's pretty cool. <laughs> that sounds all right. Yeah. Is it coming to the Game Boy Advance? Oh, definitely. Sweet. 